let's just take a moment and pray as we uh, come around the scriptures. Father, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, for the blessing of coming together around your word. I thank you that your word is life. Your word is truth. And Father, we want to bring forth edification and uh, just uh, build each other up in the holy faith. Because we know that's, you know, we know that's what your word does. And Father, we want to speak forth life tonight. Words of encouragement and strength into every person's heart that is tuning in. We thank you for this day. So it doesn't matter what we're going through. It doesn't matter if we're facing tough times, difficult places. We know that our God is faithful. He is able to carry us through. It doesn't matter what comes against us. He is able. So we just want to release the encouragement of Yehovah over our lives right now. We pray, Father, that you will bring forth answered prayer and direction and that you will open our eyes to the truth of your word that your word will come alive father that we will see um, the fruits of the spirit within our lives in yeshua's name hallelujah praise the name of yeshua okay so i just you know i was uh, studying in uh uh, the book of Ford John and just reading through it and meditating on it. I got my glasses here for when I read because, man, I tell you what, I'm having difficulty seeing. <laughs> it's quite difficult when you're taking your glasses off and on or looking up. It gets kind of dizzy. I'm not really used to this realm and I just keep praying for supernatural healing over my eyesight because I don't really want to I uh, have to wear glasses, but maybe I've just been resisting it a bit too long and I just need to do it. But anyway, I want to read from uh, Free John for John and we're just going to read a few verses here of encouragement because there's a few key things I want us to pick out from here so glasses on here we go the elder to my dear friend uh, Gaius whom I love in the truth uh, verse 2 dear friend I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. Hallelujah. Even as your soul is getting along well. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you're facing sickness. You know what uh, John is saying here? You know, I pray that you may enjoy good health. Maybe uh, his brother had been sick, but even in the midst of the things that we face, our soul is getting along well. Our soul is prospering in Yehovah. Hallelujah. Why? Because we want to be those who are in the Word. It gave me great joy to have some brothers come and tell about your faithfulness to the truth and how you continue to walk in the truth. Hallelujah. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. You know, what I love about this portion of Scripture here, you know, John is referring to them as his children. Obviously, these are people that he has led to the faith. And what a blessing and encouragement it is to be out sharing our faith and ministering the life of the truth of Yeshua into the hearts of others. And I want to encourage you, what are we doing in the area of outreach? How are we ministering? You know, everywhere we go spreads the fragrance and knowledge of Yeshua. And there's nothing more uh, encouraging than hearing testimony 
from those that you minister to on how they are sharing their faith with others and how are they are they are walking in the faithfulness of the truth of the gospel and what do we want more than anything is we want people to uh, be exposed to the truth and and the examples of the truth so that they can walk in the blessings of Yahovah. And there's nothing better than hearing testimony coming back from others. In verse 5 it says, Dear friends, you are faithful in what you are doing for the brothers, even though they are strangers to you. They have told the assembly about your love. You will do well to send them on their way in a manner worthy of Elohim. It was for the sake of the name that they went out receiving no help from the pagans. You know, we're not meant to get help from the pagans. We're meant to freely take the gospel to this generation. Here we have traveling ministries going through and uh, our brother Gaius, you know, what's he doing? He is supporting uh, strangers. He's supporting traveling ministries. He's providing hospitality. You know, we don't know who we are entertaining and great to see John there in Kansas and it's been a blessing to pass through uh, Toronto, Kansas area and the hospitality uh, of John and his fellowship is awesome and uh you know it's it's amazing uh, you know you never forget as a traveling ministry the places that you go to and those who look after you and just uh you know give you uh, those comforts as you are on the road traveling across nations you know what a blessing but uh you know he is being commended because you know what is he doing he is walking in the way of truth he is supporting those who are traveling he is helping them on their way you know and people you know they're not going to pagans to uh, get support but the body of messiah is meant to lift those up who are traveling we need to have the influence of others into our lives hallelujah we ought therefore to show hospitality to such men so that we may work together for the truth and i love this scripture and i'm going to read it again we ought therefore to show hospitality to such men so that we may work together for the truth why we get to share in the partnership of the work of traveling ministries we get to participate in the journey with them you know as we stand together as the body of messiah if we are sowing in in support if we are praying standing in the gap for traveling ministries and for those who are working in the field and outreach and evangelism and and uh, seeking to minister to the brokenhearted hallelujah we get to share and we receive partnership in the work their fruit is also your fruit we're called to work together and what a blessing it is to work together we've got to be faithful in what we are doing before our brothers and sisters hallelujah verse 9 i wrote to the assembly but um uh, who loves to be first will have nothing to do with us Now, this is interesting what we see here. We've got one minister, we've got one assembly that are opening their arms to welcome the body coming through. And then you have another assembly that's like, you know, 
No, they've, they're, they're all about selfish ambition. They're all about, you know, building their own kingdom. They're not about building the kingdom of Yehovah. We need each other. We need to embrace each other in the faith to be an encouragement. You know, during my time of fasting and prayer, one thing that was great for me was to spend time under the ministry of others and to study under the ministry of others. Sometimes we're so busy out there ministering that we don't have time just to be fed and to receive from others. And and during the time of, of fasting and praying for the month, you know, I spent hours upon hours each day receiving and being blessed and encouraged and and reading books and and just being encouraged from others in the body of Messiah. We need this. It's not about, you know, me, myself, and I, the unholy trinity, and it's only, you know, what I say goes or, you know, my revelation is the best revelation. No, we know in part and we understand in part we need each other. So I encourage you, you know, to partake uh, from the table of of different ministries and be blessed and encouraged and, uh, you know, show support to the works of those who work in the field. You know, I'm excited as a ministry because our desire is, is to be a mission agency. And even though we've had so many uh, attacks and, and things preventing us from moving in that direction, in this season within our ministry, um, you know, we're saying, okay, Father, let's fine-tune the development of discipleship training materials and uh, to produce books to edify and build the body of Messiah. And we are pressing through in that. And, uh, you know, we've got one sister in Australia who is helping greatly in that, doing uh, transcriptions and uh, getting things together, uh, which is a blessing. So we're already working on the, the first project full steam ahead. We're assigning time every single day to make sure that this is our goal and our focus You know, we can be involved in so much and spread yourself so thin that we can't accomplish the things that we need to accomplish. And if we truly are in a season where we have to pull back because of everything that's happening around us, we've got to identify what are the key things that we should be investing in for the purpose of bringing... um, strength to the body of Messiah and that's why I'm taking time and making it a priority in what we do in written form so that we can get discipleship training manuals together so that's exactly what we're doing right now and I'm encouraged in that right now we're also uh, making a decision to partner with ministries in our uh, fight and protection in domestic violence and abuse. Uh, We've been making strides today in that process, Um, and I'm going to be announcing that uh, on a trip that I'm going to be taking to Jerusalem shortly, Uh, and I'm going to give you some great reports on one uh, project that we are going to be getting involved in as a ministry. And guess what? Just as we talk about working together, it's an area that we are going to sow in together as partners of Bulldozer Faith uh, to to minister in this area. That's all going to be coming up. I'm not going to say much about it today. But, you know, what we do is when we recognize those ministries that are all into themselves and their own ambitions and building their own kingdom, <laughs> you know... 
we have to recognize that, you know, in 4 John here, we've got two contrasts being delivered in this incredibly short letter. You know, we see faithfulness to the truth. We see great joy in John's heart because uh, he is hearing about his children in the faith that are walking in truth. Hallelujah. And they're stepping out of the box. They're practicing hospitality. They're inviting uh, those who are in the nations, those who are traveling to come in and share the message of hope and to bring influence and bring transformation within their local assembly. What a blessing. You know, we don't want to be this uh, lockdown unit where we are not receiving from what's happening in other parts of the nation or the world. So verse 10, uh, so I come, uh, so if I come, I will call attention to what he is doing, gossiping maliciously about us. <laughs> Sounds familiar to things that we're going through in our ministry right now. You know, this is what's what's happening. You know, here John is bringing people to faith, bringing blessing. You know, I'm telling you, that spirit of gossip, gossip, malicious talk uh, it is dangerous not satisfied with that he refuses to welcome the brothers he also stops those who want to do so and puts them out of the fellowship so if there's people in the fellowship that have a heart for others he's like no you get out of here we're building what we're building a cult <laughs> that's what's taking place we're setting up a little cult Verse 11, dear friends, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Anyone who does what is good is from Elohim. Anyone who does what is evil has not seen Elohim. Demetrius is well spoken of by everyone and even by the truth itself. We also speak well of him. And you know that our testimony is true. Uh, so, you know, we go from contrast to contrast here. And, you know, look, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. We don't need to get shocked when we see uh, gossiping and malicious talk and, you know, bad treatment of people. Because here's the truth. There is so many environments where people's hearts are operating in love, operating in the fruit of the Spirit. And what a blessing. Anyway, I want to just uh, turn to the book of Galatians and uh, just read uh, a little portion from there. You know, because, you know, we can spend time focusing on the negative or we can spend time focusing on the blessings of Yehovah, because it's for freedom that Messiah has set us free. Stand firm then, don't let yourselves be burdened to a yoke of slavery. So we don't have to come under nonsense, but we walk in the freedom of Yehovah. So what are you going through right now? Do you feel pressured on every side? Do you feel like the enemy is trying to pull you down? Do you feel like you've, you've got restrictions within your life? Well, maybe it's time to move into prayer and fasting and, and, and break through in these areas to see the blessing of Yehovah within your life, you know? But I'm not, I'm not going to read the first part of Ephesians chapter 5. I want to read from verse 13. 
and just read this short portion here because, you know, it's so important. Verse 13, you, my brothers, were called to be free. Okay, put the glasses on. Um but do not use your freedom to indulge in the sinful nature rather serve one another in love the entire law is summed up in a single command love your neighbor as yourself if you keep on biting and devouring each other watch out or you will be destroyed by each other So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They're in conflict with each other, so that you do not do what you want. Yeah, it's talking about control. It's talking, you know, listen, if you don't teach and get to the place where you are self-disciplined listen leadership you you can't walk in leadership if you don't walk in self-discipline you have to be able to bring correction to yourself we shouldn't have to be in situations where other people have to correct us based on our spiritual life and our walk within the truth especially as leaders because we should be submissive to the holy spirit walking in the ways of the spirit you know does the scripture clearly tell us that we are called to live by the spirit you know we're not called to gratify the desires of the sinful nature now listen you know this this is not some easy uh, thing to deal with there is many times the enemy will come in and seek to deceive you and pull you down and before you know it you're being boiled like a frog in the in the pan you know you know if you feel the hot water you're going to jump back but if you're just boiled slowly all of a sudden before you know it boom your life is over and uh, you know you've been deceived and you know those little actions that didn't mean much became bigger actions became greater actions and they destroy your faith and you know my encouragement is you know, let's deal with the gratification of the desires of the sinful nature. You know, because let's face it, if sin wasn't joyful, you know, people wouldn't do it. But when we understand the truth, we recognize how dangerous sin is. And we've got to take steps within our lives as leaders. And look, everyone's called to leadership in some way. You might be a husband or a father. You're called to be a leader within your home. You know, don't just uh, push this off to leaders that are running assemblies or, or, or leaders who are teachers or whatever. No, you know, the Father wants us to grow into maturity. So I say live by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. So what we've got to do is we've got to make a decision. But if you don't have a prayer life, if you don't have a life where we take time to press in, to know and walk in relationship, and what did we talk about yesterday? We talked about what was the purpose of Yeshua uh, rising early to the place of prayer. It was to know the will of the Father. I only do what I see the Father do. And this is our confidence. 
and our confidence is that we will be a people of prayer, that we will be a people of praise, that we will move through the land by the Spirit, bringing glory to His name. Sounds like a song to me. Hallelujah. So we don't want to gratify the desires of the sinful nature, for the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit. And the spirit, what is contrary to the sinful nature. So, you know, ask yourself the questions. What is, what's the desires of your heart? You know, uh, it's not about what do other people see. You know, don't wait until sin has to be exposed because you're not dealing with things, uh, the desires of the sinful nature within your heart. But let's align ourselves at early stages so that we can be walking in the spirits that we won't be walking in accordance with the sinful nature then uh, they're at conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want well listen you know this is why we have got to be controlled by the spirit but if you are led by the spirit you're not under the law of sin the act of the sinful nature is obvious sexual immorality impurity debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, um, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, uh, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of Elohim. So, you know, it's a warning. If we're going to live like this, we're not going to inherit the kingdom of Yehovah. Maybe you're watching right now and the, the Holy Spirit is, is speaking to you. Maybe you're, you know, in that secret place. You're, you're going through challenges and you're not having the victory. And, you know, if you need prayer support in those areas, then, you know, we want to stand with you. Come on. Why? Because we want to see victory in our lives we don't want to be under the sinful nature you can overcome and you might be sitting right now thinking well i don't feel like an overcomer right now i feel i'm pressed on every side i feel like i'm failing well this is the day this is the moment of what of making a choice i choose to walk in faithfulness i choose to be faithful to the truth These are decisions that you can make. I choose to walk in the Spirit by the authority of Yehovah that dwells within me. I choose to walk by the Spirit. Is that your choice today? Are you choosing to walk by the Spirit? How are we going to do that? Let's read uh, in verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no uh, law. Those who belong to Messiah Yeshua have crucified the sinful nature with all its passions and desires. So what are we seeing here? Those who belong to Yeshua the Messiah have crucified the sinful nature. You have got to make a choice. And I believe there's someone that's watching right now, and, and you know, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, is speaking to you. He's saying, listen, you have got to crucify the sinful nature. What does that mean? Put 
it to death by the Spirit. J- just surrender right now and say, Father, I'm laying down my life before you. I want to be a person of discipline. I want to be a leader who is equipped by the Spirit. I want to be of good reputation to this generation. Hallelujah. So we've got to pay a price. You know, we have got to recognize who we are. We've got to crucify the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Hallelujah. So, you know, what's the what, what's the Father saying in the midst of this? That we have got to identify with the Messiah in his death. I want to ask you a question right now. Have you been mikvahed? Have you been truly baptized following your salvation? Have you gone through the waters of mikvah? You know, maybe you're near running water. You know, you know, being baptized, being mikvahed is not just a one-time event. I encourage you to 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 come to those waters and to that place of cleansing. You know, look how many times in the times of Yeshua they would bring purification <laughs> to their flesh every time they went to walk in to the presence of Yahovah and the fellowship of the brethren. They had to go through the mikvah, come out the other side, so they walked in, you know, purified, you know, and and clean. We want to be clean before the Father. So my encouragement is right now that you identify with Messiah in his death. And if you're facing turmoil and you're facing challenges within your life and you just feel like you're failing and then I just encourage you you know right now today come on get out there you know you don't need someone to get you by the nose and the mouth and dunk you under maybe you just need to get out maybe you live near the sea you live near a river then get your swimming trunks on or your um, bathing suit and and, you know your t-shirt and shorts whatever you do you know get in fully clothed I don't care but just go and mikvah yourself. <laughs> just go down and go under the water. You know, one thing I loved about the making of the book of Matthew with the visual Bible, in the research they did on the baptism of Yeshua in the book of Matthew, they, you know, they discovered that they didn't dunk people like we do in modern day Christianity. And, you know, it was portrayed in the visual Bible. I used to own the rights for the visual Bible. Uh... Uh, for the book of Matthew and the book of Acts, uh, which we distributed all over the world in many countries. And, you know, just to go out in the water, we have the scene of Yeshua being, you know, being mikvahed by Yohanan ben Zechariah, John the Baptist. And John the Baptist is not dunking him down. That water area is the area controlled under the authority of John the Baptist. So when he was saying, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, be baptized, repent of your sins. They were coming out and and being a mikvah. They understood what the mikvah process was all about. They weren't expecting Yohanan to come up and start dunking them. Why? Because they went through the mikvah every time they went to the synagogue, but they were coming under his mikvah of repentance. And this was, uh, you know, this was 
you know, another dimension that was being added because of the authority invested in Yohanan ben Zechariah and John the Baptist. Because of his authority, they would come and be baptized in his presence. And it was powerful. It, it, was, it was powerful. And Yeshua came to him, you know, one of the, the last orders of uh, the Levitical order was Yohanan ben Zechariah. You know, he was the, the standing priest, the true uh, final priest of, uh, of uh, the Levitical covenant. Um, hallelujah. Because Yeshua, he's coming in the order of Melchizedek. Hallelujah. Of righteousness, the king of righteousness. Thank you, Father. So, you know, let us not become conceit, provoking and envying each other. You know, we want to get to that place where we recognize that, you know, we are called to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. You know, our lives are called to be uh, in, in faithfulness and in trustworthiness. And, you know, what do we see even as we are sharing about the fruits of the Spirit in the same portion of Scripture, you know, we've got Paul dealing with those who are gratifying the sinful nature. And he's saying, come on, identify with Messiah. This is where you're called to walk. You have got to make that choice. So when you've got people envying, gossiping, malicious talk, you know, trying to bring destruction from others. Let me tell you something. They don't know God. You know, you're not called to be the policeman of Yehovah, but we are called to walk in the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Self-control, that's an interesting one. Self-control. Do you operate in self-control? And you know, what is the key that brings us to the place to really understand self-control? It's the revelation. It's, it's revelation. It's the revealing. <laughs> it's the revealing of the truth within our lives. When the truth is established in your life, you have self-control. Why? Because you're not shaken, you know, by the things that are going on around you. You know, when the devil hits you, you're not like, ah, fear, panic, screaming, yelling, anger, rage. You don't have to act like that. You just have to say, I know what the Word says. So in the midst of all of this uh, nonsense, in the midst of all of this attack and all these things that's going on, I can operate in self-control. Why? Because I know what faithfulness is. I know what trustworthiness looks like. And I know what the fruits of the Spirit are. And above all, we want to, we, we want to walk in love. So, you know, vengeance is mine, says Yehovah. So we don't have to run around uh, dealing with all of this stuff. And, you know, look, what does it say in the next verse? It says, Brother, if someone's caught in sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently, but watch yourself, or you also may be tempted, uh, carrying each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Messiah. If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Each one should test his own actions. So what are we called to test our actions against? 
you're, you know, you're called to test them against the word, not by popular demand or the opinions of man. Hallelujah. Each one should test his own actions. Verse 4, this is Galatians chapter 6, verse 4. Uh, then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else, for each one should carry his own load. Hallelujah. You know, this is where we're meant to be in the area of leadership. We are we are wanting to get to that place where we have the discipline of the heart. And I want to ask you the question right now. You know, are you disciplined? Are you walking in discipline? You know, do you desire the the fruits of the spirit to be manifest within your life? <laughs> you know, did Yeshua demonstrate the fruits of the Spirit? Absolutely. Did he experience any opposition? Oh, no, he didn't get any opposition. He was the Messiah. He walked in the fruits of the Spirit. You know, you don't have to worry about Yeshua. He had it all together. You know, there was no persecution with him. You know, what does it say in John chapter 16, verse 1? All this I have told you so that you will not go astray. Come on. John chapter 16, verse 2. Uh, they will put you out of the synagogues. In fact, a time is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is offering a service to Elohim. Uh, they will do such things because they have not known the Father of or me. This is exactly what John is saying in John chapter 3. You know, watch out for those involved in gossip and malicious talk and those who are trying to build their own kingdom they don't know the father they don't know who he is why because i see it by the fruit they will uh, they will do these things because they've not known the father or me verse 4 i have told you this so that when the time comes you will remember that i warned you i didn't tell you this at first because i was with you now i'm going to him who sent me yet none of you are asking where are you going because I've said these things, you are filled with grief. Now listen, come on. We are not called to be filled with grief. We need the Ruach HaKodesh. We need his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And that's what John chapter 16 goes on to talk about concerning the Ruach HaKodesh. He is the Spirit of Truth. He will be your counselor. He will support you. You don't have to be shaken. You know, self-control. Come on. We don't have to be stressed out when people persecute you. You don't have to be stressed out. Even if they kill you, they, are, they will think that they are doing service to Elohim. You know, I was just talking with a friend of mine this morning um, uh, in his ministry. And, you know, the, the radical orthodox uh, terrorist groups that are coming against those preaching the gospel and of faith. You know, I just was watching the video footage from the surveillance camera on their property as a whole group of them were coming, uh, ultra-orthodox, you know, with iron bars and rocks uh, to attack believers. Now, you know, look, this is what this is what's going on. This is what we experience here, here in Israel if you want to be uh, speakers of truth, especially in uh, the old city in Jerusalem and the surrounding areas. So we've got to stand in the gap and pray. But, you know, they'll think that they're offering service to Elohim. You know, 
So, you know, you know, but here's the reality. Let's follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Let's be blessed and encouraged and walk in the fruits of the Spirit. Why? We're a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, all things are new. And if we're not experiencing that freshness, that newness in Messiah, then what steps are you going to take uh, to make sure your heart is right? And even as a leader, you know, as I share with you what I go through, what I experience, listen, I'm challenged continually, you know, with um, the sinful nature. And, you know, I've got to keep that in check on an ongoing basis. And I've got to make sure that I'm complying to the Spirit. I fail just as much as you fail, but I want to... I want to identify in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Messiah, and I want to crucify the flesh. So you may be watching tonight, and you might feel like a failure that you're going through tough times, and you're not seeing the fruit of the Spirit within your life. Then I encourage you, it's time to fast and pray. It's time to set yourself aside. Do you need a breakthrough within your life? Do you need to see the flow of the Spirit within your life? then yield to him today. Yield to him today. So what are we talking about? We're talking about faithfulness to the truth. Not faithfulness to gossip. I don't really care what man has to say. I want to stand upon the word of Yehovah. And if I do that, my testimony will be one as, a, as, as one who is trustworthy and faithful to the truth. There's no better honor than to be seen to be walking in the truth of Yehovah. So we don't have to worry about what man say, what man do. <laughs> we rejoice in who he is. So I encourage you, let's press in. Let's experience from Yehovah. Let's walk in his ways. <clears throat> let's walk in his ways. Let's not walk in the sinful nature, you know, and all of the fruits of that nature, but let's walk in the fruits of the Spirit. So I'm just going to close by sharing the fruits of the Spirit again as an encouragement. But the fruits of the Spirit, this is verse 22 of Galatians 5, are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. As Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Messiah, there's no law. Why is there no law? There's no law of sin. Why? You're walking in the purity of Messiah in the blood of Yeshua. Hallelujah. You know, that's why there's there's no law. Listen, if you're obeying the speed limit, you know, you know, there's no law. Why? Because you are in the correct realm doing the right thing. You know, law enforcement's not coming to pull you over because you're walking in the truth. You're walking in what is right. Hallelujah. Those who belong to Messiah Yeshua have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Those passions, push them down in Yeshua's name. Come on. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Join the dance, hallelujah, and keep it in step with the Spirit. And let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Hallelujah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today. I hope it's been an inspiration to you. If you do have any questions, you can see at the top, I put my email address in the header of this broadcast. Um, my feeds have crashed, so I can't see any feeds or what anybody is saying. 
Um, this happened last night as well. I don't know why it's happening again. Maybe I'll need an update on some software or something. I'll try and uh, work that out. But um, if you want to email me, if you've got a testimony you want to share, if you've got a word of encouragement or you need prayer and support, then I encourage you to send an email to kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you're listening on podcast, uh, we appreciate you joining with us. If you want to support the ministry, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. You can also see that link there as well. We appreciate those who stand with our ministry and the work that we do to make a difference for the kingdom. So until tomorrow, I just want to say shalom, shalom. Thanks for joining with us. And I'll catch up in the feeds later and uh, have a look through the comments uh, later on. Anyway, be blessed and encouraged. Thanks for joining today. Shalom, shalom.